Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short. So glad to have you along with us today. So we get in the Word of God, talk about it, and allow it to transform our lives. And today is a question of decisions. We're in the book of Philippians, and Paul tells us about a decision he made and a decision he doesn't regret. He's at the end of his life. He's sitting in a jail. It might be a time that some people had made a decision to follow Christ, as he had made a decision many, many years earlier. And it could be some people might say, wow, did I make the right decision? Look what it's costing me. Look what I've had to go through because of my decision. He could have been regretting it, but he didn't. I hope you don't either. I hope that the decisions you've made, the longer you follow Christ, the ups and downs, the hills and valleys that we go through, I hope that in your life you too don't come to the place where you question or think back, should you have done differently? Let's look at some scripture here. We're in Philippians chapter 3, and Paul's telling us what we saw on Friday, beware of the dogs, beware of the evil workers, beware of the false circumcision, beware of the people who are going to try and pull you away from Christ, he's saying. And here in, um, uh, and so we we pick it up in chapter 3, and we're at verse, uh, I believe we're on verse 4, and he says this, but what... Excuse me, I missed a verse. He said, while others might, excuse me, let me find my Bible. I made a mistake here. I forgot a verse. He said, though others might have confidence to to put no confidence in the flesh, although I myself might have confidence even in the flesh. If anyone has a mind to put confidence in the flesh, I far more. And he goes through a list of credentials that he has here that are probably a lot better than most of us. Now, again, remember what was happening is these people were called Judaizers. And the Judaizers were people who were going to want to say, you know, it's nice that you believed in Jesus. It's nice that you've had a believer in him, a faith in him. But don't forget the Jewish law, the Jewish heritage, and build that into your life. And actually, that foundation, when some people, they're thinking that Old Testament law and keeping those laws and being made, being blameless, shall we say, by those laws and sacrifices, that that's even more important. You got to have that. Jesus isn't enough. And Paul's warning them, don't fall into that. Don't think that that's the case. And people today are still falling into that. And so he warns them, he talks about his own credentials, and he says, verse 5, circumcised the eighth day of the nation of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law of Pharisee, as to zeal, a persecutor of the church, as to righteousness, which is through the law, found blameless. Now, that's quite a bit of credentials right there. He was a true Hebrew. He was a true Jew. He was blameless according to the law. He was as Jewish and as righteous as you could be in the Jewish religion. But what does he say about that? Is that what he he said? I could have confidence in that. I could say that that's what makes me righteous before God, but I don't. Because he goes on to say this, but whatever things were gained to me, those things I have counted loss, loss for the sake of Christ. So those things in the past that he would have boasted in and been proud about, he didn't just he didn't still boast about them, and he didn't even just say, I'm neutral on them. I count those things. In my mind, I consider them to be a negative. 
In other words, he wasn't looking back with these fond imaginations of what life could have been like had he stayed a Jew, what power he could have had, how he could have risen in the social order. Remember, Paul suffered greatly for being a Christian. He was an outcast. He's rejected. He's beaten. He was imprisoned. He didn't sit there and say, you know, I could have been, look what I could have been. He said, the things that I once considered of such great value in his, in his spiritual heritage and the things that would give him, make him pleasing or that he thought would get him favor with God, those things I now count loss for the sake of Christ. More than that, I count all things or I consider in my mind, I consider all things to be loss in the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. And so not only did he not lust after or long after or regret, shall we say, giving up the things he gave up to find Christ and to follow Christ, but he didn't regret giving up the things that he didn't have but maybe thought he could have, or maybe they were beyond his reach, but other people have them. I don't know about you. I mean, I I, I think of things in my life I gave up to follow Christ. You know, I I was uh I I played basketball and it was my idol. It really was my God. There's no doubt about it, it's my God. And and in following Christ, I I chose uh Jesus over my sports life. But it's like do I regret that? No. I was was I good? Yeah, I wasn't bad. But I was not NBA level. I was not college level. And so even had I he's saying the application, not only did I give up what I gave up, but even if I could have been like an all-star, even if I could have made a living, even if I could have had everything, I don't consider that of greater value than what I had in that what I have in Christ, the surpassing value. It's like Paul made a decision and he sat down and he, and he evaluated his life. What's really valuable? What's really important? And he made the choice of the surpassing value of knowing Christ. Now, remember back in chapter one of Philippians, where Paul said that he wanted us to be making good decisions, and he wanted the Philippians making good decisions. And he said in chapters one, verses nine and 10, I pray that your love may abound in real knowledge and all discernment so that you may approve the things that are excellent. And the, he was talking about a, discern, a discernment and proving of the things that are excellent. Remember, we saw it was a term related to jewelers and someone who would be able to distinguish between a true gem and a fake gem. True gold, fool's gold. A true diamond, cubic zirconium. And he said, I want you now, here on earth now, to be able to discern what really is important because someday you're going to stand before God. And when you stand before God, that's when you're going to know what's really important and what isn't. And if, in fact, you're choosing something, if you're choosing the fool's gold now, you might not know it here on earth, but you'll know it then. And so Paul is saying, once again, he's making a value choice. Back in chapter 1, he said he could depart and be with Christ. That'd be much better. But to stay on now, it'd be better for their sake. He wanted to have fruitful labor, help them in their joint progress of the faith. And now he's making another value decision. He's saying the things that I used to count as the basis of my righteousness, I no longer do. They're not what makes me righteous. 
They're not what gives me standing before God. It's not what I would boast in. Rather, I back then I boasted in all my Jewish heritage, all my Jewish righteousness. Now I'm boasting in Christ. I want to be found in him, that I count all things to be lost in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I've suffered the loss of all things and count them but rubbish that I may gain Christ. Well, this is a new thing. Not, not only does he count, call them, I count them lost, I count them rubbish. Now, actually, this word can be translated one of two ways. In the King James Version, it translates it dung because the word can mean dung or it can mean like table scraps, things that no one would eat and you just throw away. Either way, you know, it's it's not something you want to choose. In my thumbnail, I said, what do you want, a, a pile of gold or a, a pile of a, a pail of dirty diapers? And see, this is what we must understand, that Paul... When, it, when Paul was trying to say to us that Jesus, compared to Jesus, Jesus it, it, the, the loss that you suffer by following Jesus is not a loss at all. Consider it but rubbish. It's like if you are standing there and, and you can have a, a pile of, of, of dollar bills over there that you can have all you want, or a pile of $100 bills over there, which would you choose? Well, you'd choose the $100 bills. You'd say that's a far more value than than this one. But on the other hand, he's saying it's not that. It's like a pile over there of, of, of gold pieces that are worth thousands of dollars per ounce and a pile over there of trash. And my friends, this is what we need to see. This is what made Paul's life so radical, his testimony so amazing. His, that he's still we still talk about him now, and believe me, in heaven, I'm, I'm sure he's still being honored today. Why? Because he saw, he saw things. He saw that all that this world had to offer him was like a pile of dirty diapers compared to the surpassing value of knowing Christ. And he went on to be found in him. And I might be found in him not having a righteousness of my own derived from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ the righteousness which comes from God on the basis of faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering, being conformed to his death in order that I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. We'll talk more about this tomorrow, but I want to go to one verse Jesus said. And he was talking about discipleship, and he said this, No one after putting his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. I want to encourage you not to be looking back. I want to encourage you not to be regretting decisions you've made. Paul counted all things lost to suffer to follow Christ. Now he was sitting in a prison and he'd suffered the loss of all things. He was no longer the great a, a great Jewish Paul. He was no longer the one who was honored by the Jewish people and had great standing. No, he was now an outcast. He's now rejected. And yet he had the surpassing value of Christ himself. He did not look back with regret. He did not look back wishing maybe he had stayed in the world. He did not look back regretting all the suffering and pain that he had in following Christ. I want to encourage you, don't you either. Don't look back and say, I wish I would have chosen something different. I wish I would have gone a different path. Now, you might look back and say, I wish I had been more faithful to Christ. That's okay. 
You might look back and say, I wish I had not made poor decisions to not follow Christ. That's okay. But never second guess, regret your decision to follow Christ. You've made the right decision. You've chosen to follow Christ, the surpassing value. All that other stuff's like a pile of rubbish compared to the surpassing value, the gold, the gems, the true riches of knowing Jesus Christ. Amen? Let's pray about it. Oh, Father, we come to you today, and we ask that you would help us to make good decisions in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ and being found in him, not having a righteousness of our own, but that which is through faith in Christ. I pray that we might value above all things to know you and to walk in your ways, to even be conformed to your death, that one day we will attain to the resurrection of the dead. Help us, Lord, not to be looking back what could have been, what I could have had had I not followed Christ. Oh, Lord, deliver us from that type of envy of the wicked. Help us instead, Lord, to to be confident and sure that our decision to follow Christ has been the right one. Even if we suffer loss, even if we suffer pain, no matter what we go through, we thank you that there's surpassing that for the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus our Lord. And we pray and we bless you now with all of our heart. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Hey, thanks for being with me today. God bless you. I'm so glad to have you along. I'm so it's such an encouragement to me. I know many of you come here every day. You come here live when we're here at 8 30 in the morning. But others of you watch later in the day when, when it's a convenient into your schedule, but you build it into your schedule. You make a plan to uh, a time when you're going to be there. And others listen on the podcast, on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms. But all of you, I thank you for the privilege of sowing God's word into your life. We all need inspiration and encouragement every day. I need it. You need it because we don't want to drift. It's so easy to drift when we neglect the Word of God. If you're new, a special welcome. I hope you will join us every day. Subscribe to our channel. Hit that notify button to be reminded in your emails. And then uh, uh, share with your friends. Post this on your social media. And make sure to apply the things we're learning today. What is that? I don't regret choosing to follow Christ. What I gave up, that's a pile of rubbish. Following Christ is a surpassing value. That's the right choice. God bless you. I love you and we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Bye-bye.